to miss j speaks yes how's everybody doing out there i really thank y'all for coming in and watching tonight watching my show um after we done had a, a nice thanksgiving right but um tonight's topic uh, let me go ahead on and say this um it's it, it may be a trigger warning i want to do a trigger warning uh, because we're going to be talking about um domestic violence all right and i want to say um as this interview goes on, if anyone that's watching my live start feeling uncomfortable, please feel free, you know, to exit the live because I would never want to be doing something intentionally to make someone feel bad. So I just want to put my trigger warning out there. While we will be discussing domestic violence. And um, let me say this also, um, it's going to be a video being shown and uh, it may be disturbing. Um, but I will reiterate that again before I play the video, okay? Before we bring the video on. And again, welcome. So, and you already seen the topic, right? <clears throat> so, tonight's topic is called taking your life back from domestic violence. And my guest tonight, let me say this, my brave guest tonight, um, that's what she's doing. That's what she's done, okay? Taking her life back. Um, she's very brave to come on, um, and she's going to be very candid. Um, if you have any questions, uh, please put them in the, down in the, in the chat, and I will be able to see them. 
um, we will answer them um, as soon as we can and as often as we can. But um, just, just understand when she comes on, she has a story that she wants to tell. Um, and it's a story that she lived. It, it's, a, it's a story that she lived. And again, she's brave. This is her very first time, her very first time speaking up and speaking out. So I definitely applaud her for that. I definitely applaud her for that. So now what I'm going to do, I'm going to bring my very special brave guest on. And her name is Miss Talissa Butler. Excuse me. Talissa Butler. Let me bring her on. And we're going to welcome her in. There she Hello. is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My brave guest. Thank you. You're welcome. How are you? I'm doing just fine, Miss Butler. I'm doing just fine. Doing just fine. So how are you doing? I'm doing good. You are? Yes. Okay. So um, what I want, we're going to start off by, um, first I want to give the, the definition of domestic violence. And um, it's an aggressive behavior within a home involving a spouse or a partner. That's what domestic violence is. And it comes in several forms. You have physical, of course. You have verbal. And some people don't think, you know, wouldn't think it is, but it is such thing as verbal abuse. You have financial abuse. So it comes in, it comes in so many forms. And so I'm pretty sure people have lived so many different forms of it. Now, this topic is a topic that's kept quiet, but tonight that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So what I would like to ask you, Ms. Butler, is um, when you first met your mate, um, how, how, how was everything? Everything was wonderful. Um, like uh, we discussed in the past, I was very well um, taken care of. In the beginning, I did ignore um, red flags. We do have uh, three kids in common. Uh, I think I was blindsided because of the way that I was taken care of. When I would get pregnant, I would have to go on bed rest. Um, couldn't work. Wow. Then, then eventually, you know, even before that, even before my first pregnancy, there were signs that it, you know, was verbal. Um, in the beginning, I was pretty um, aggressive as well until he basically broke me, you know, down. Mm-hmm. So were y'all, with this going on, y'all was young? Um, my y'all son is young? 18 now. Okay. He was probably 20 when we first met. Um, it was a 17-year relationship. We had a kid in 2002. Wow. Um, wow. 09. Mallory is 2012. Wow. Um, let me, let me go back. Did I hear you say you endured this for 17 years? 17 long years. Wow. And was it, um, was he the type that would, um, was he verbal? A lot of verbal? Was he a lot of physical? The beginning was, uh, physical. The ending was more or less verbal, because I'm going to be quite honest, towards okay. the end, okay. I became aggressive. And that's when I knew then, you know, it was time because one of us was going to jail and one of us was going to be six feet deep. Wow. 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 At the end, you you, you start getting aggressive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, was he the type of, um, I'm going to use the term abuser because that's, that's the term that I, I, was he the type of abuser that, were would you know I'm, I'm gonna say nobody deserved to be hit but when he hit you and then say something like see what you made me do or why did you do that or you shouldn't have did that make excuses try to justify yeah he would always say you know i'm sorry or whatever or, you know i blacked out 
um, a couple of times. It was like, you know, I don't remember or, you know, he would hit me and then grab me and try to, you know, hug me or whatever. So it, yeah, it, it was a lot. It was a lot of walls that were, you know, up. And then it came to a point, the breaking point when I became more uh, physical mm-hmm. and I, I just got tired. Wow. So was he the type of uh, uh, abuser that would hit you in public in front of anybody? Did, oh, yeah. Did I've been hit in public, in a car, uh, in, in front of people, behind closed doors. Um, I've had neighbors, um, like, towards the end, you know, when they would hear, you know, certain things. And I could put codes in my phone or, you know, text a neighbor. And they would call, you know, 911 or, you know, the police or whatever. Uh, I got more comfortable when the Ring um, apps came out because everything could be, you know, recorded. And that's when it actually, you know, broke down because it's like, look, I got you on camera. You know, it's it's just not, you know, me. Okay. Okay. That was, that made you feel sort of, sort of, sort of safe because of the Ring app. Yes. You'd be able to catch you. Uh, did you feel that people didn't believe you that you wanted? Oh something? yeah, people didn't oh. um, believe me until they actually saw it. Like when some of his friends or his relatives saw it, that's when you know they believed it. Wow! And did you ever feel like um, his relatives was more on his side, or do you ever feel like they felt like you deserved it? You, you know, I'm gonna say one thing about um, his family. Um, they still are very supportive. And when you have two people in a situation, they're not going to take sides. Exactly. But exactly. I've had, had a few, you know, don't go back to that, you know, mm-hmm, let mm-hmm, it go. And mm-hmm. one of the uh, persons that actually um, pushed me, I want to say a few years ago, was actually my best friend. And my breaking point was a Thanksgiving. That's why I'm not really, I don't eat turkey. I don't like turkey wow. or whatever. That's a trigger for you. It's a trigger. Um, He came, he always came home, you know, for the holidays. He was always there. He was the type of person. Yes, sometimes he'd come home the next day or late in the morning. This particular holiday, his cousin helped me the first time making a a turkey. Okay. Um, She stayed over and everything. He didn't show up the next day till two or three. And when he came in, I, um, I went off. I, that was like, you know, the breaking point. And we fought and I I picked up like a, it was a dollar store broomstick. And I hit him until he started uh, bleeding. Mm. And she told me, she said, I love my cousin and I love you. And she said, I've never seen somebody under a hundred pounds. Wow. Like that. And she's like, I didn't even want to break it up. And she said, I'm one like 80. And she was like, you looked at me and threw the stick like, I wish you would. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she had, was always my supporter, but the nail that was put in the coffin, she got sick. Mm. And she did pass away. And before um, she passed away, my last conversation and where she could speak verbally, mm-hmm. I was on my way to take my kids out to Texas. And I told her, I said, I, I'll be back. Hold on. Love you. And she said, I love you too. When I came back, she went, downhill she passed away Mm, and um i helped her mother up until the end and i'm not a funeral uh person yeah and i had to tell her mother the day before the funeral i'm not coming and she asked me why you know and i told her i said he he told me if i come to that funeral you know he's gonna cut up and it's gonna make it look like i'm the bad you know person and my father um talked to me that same evening. He called me over his house and he said, don't go to that funeral. He said, don't go to that funeral. I know you want to go. I know that's where your heart is. Mm-hmm. Don't go. And that was it, you know, for me. And matter of fact, she was, she's been gone, I want to say three or four years. Mm-hmm. This past, my past birthday, I went to um, where she is. She's in a, um, up in the wall. Okay. And it still drained me that he would do something like that because that was my, uh, we were, I mean, tight. Wow. 
I mean, she never, you know, took sides, but she was the one that was like, I know this is my cousin, Mm -hmm. but y'all have to separate because someone is going to end up hurt. And I learned, you know, she talked about it. Her brother had um, passed away years ago from a female stabbing him. We don't know why, you know, it happened or Mm -hmm. everything behind it. And I think that was like a flashback for her when I had it went off. Okay. So that, that was a lot of closure then. And then I want to say this last during a pandemic, I tried to co-parent and I guess when he thought I was trying to co-parent that we were going to have some type of uh, relationship. And I told him, uh, no, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's over. So we were separated. I want to say seven years and he put his hands on me again. And I was, I, I had to think. I was like, mm-hmm. did you just put your hands on me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the closest thing to me was a vacuum. And I I mean, I wrapped it and I wrapped it like a Texas rodeo, like a bull. Wow. To where my son, my oldest son had to jump in my back to get me to release it. Wow. And that's when I knew, you know, there is no way, even possibly now, it would take a lot for me to be in a relationship because of like certain triggers. Yeah. But I'm to the point now, I don't want any, you know, communication with you. Your kids, they all have phones. You're welcome to see them. Mm-hmm. But I don't want any like contact. It's just, it brought up so much in the past of things I've been through that I forgot about, that I had put up a wall, wow. a, um, a block. So then mm-hmm. like the, the dream started coming back of all the times that, you know, the, the black eyes, the, the oh, stomp outs, the stomp outs? the verbals. Oh yeah. It went from physical to verbal to physical. So I, I just was like, you know, no. Um, I tried to um, have a relationship after him and me and the gentleman that I was with, I had started receiving a, calls during the uh, middle of the night, my phone just started going off. I couldn't figure out why, but I just, you know, ignored it. So I had another friend that was um, on a, a, it used to be a dating app. I think it was POF or something like that. And he said, I'm about to send you something. He posted an ad of me and the other gentleman. I mean, it was just vulgar, listed my old address where I lived at. So in the process of me, you know, blocking these calls, you know, I told like maybe a few people, you know, what I was going through and they were like, oh, you need to press charges. That's then, you know, your address is on a, a yeah. social network. Yeah. Yeah. So it, 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 it was, it was a lot. <laughs> wow. And he, he didn't have no problem doing that in front of your kids or nothing, huh? Just, oh, no. Just... And I knew I knew it was a problem when my oldest son said, oh, I was, I'm was i used to it. I could sleep through it. it. You know, it doesn't bother me. See, that's what usually happens. Start getting, they get numb to a couple, be in the bed, covering the ears up, but they, but they hear it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's just horrible. And then when he got older, it was one incident um, to where he had ran up in our townhouse and we were fighting and he was, I want to say he was middle school and he jumped in between us and went at his father. And that was another breaking point too. Cause I'm like, okay, you know, no, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's to the point, you know, he's been, you know, slandered a little bit and I, you know, protect him, but when you're upset with me, don't lash out at your kids because exactly. I've never said anything uh, bad about you. And it takes a lot to hold back, mm-hmm. especially with the little ones, because they kind of understand and they kind of don't understand. At the end of the day, that's their dad. Exactly. Yeah. But it, it holds a lot to be like, look. <laughs> wow. So was he the type that tried to isolate you, keep you from your family? You, you can go out with your friend girl? In the beginning. Know? In the beginning. In the beginning, yes, it was like that. And then when I experienced the single life again, I want to say in my early 40s, and I went out, I was like, mm, this is what I'm missing, you know? I come in the house. I don't have to worry about, you know, where you've been, who you've been with, phone going off. And I'm like, 
I enjoy this peace of mind. I enjoy being in my castle mm -hmm. and don't have to answer to nobody. I come and go when I please. And I'm so content with that. And some people have to remind me, this person is trying to talk to you or date you. And I'd be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> what? I don't want to be bothered. I'm good. I've, in my head, it's just always there. You know, I've wasted 17 years. I don't have time. <laughs> And and is that because you feel like everybody gonna be like him? You know, is is that I can always pinpoint flags out with people as I'm dating. Okay. I'll ghost you real quick. <laughs> okay. Okay. You you have the ability to be able to feel something. Right. Feel now. and and detect a lie. Wow. So remember I said it was um a lot of in, abuse comes in a lot of forms so did he ever try to um do the financial part like keep money from you or okay no i'm not i'm here he go twenty dollars for the week you know or he go hundred dollars for the week or no you don't need all that money you know did, did he ever try to you know do the financial uh, abuse from you to the point keep money from you nope and that's where that that's why the abuse probably was so heavy like i said i was very well taken care of Oh, okay. I was very, I was very, very well taken care of. And then when I realized when I had my second son, he was five weeks when I went back to work. I was like, mm -hmm. I just want my own. Mm -hmm. And ever since I, then, I've just been, you know, building, I'm just independent. Like, no, <laughs> I'll never depend on a man again. Wow. And, and that's the point that you are now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's that's where you are that's okay you're to that point now you just in which it's okay it's okay to be that way it's okay to the point you don't want to pin on uh, nothing wrong with that especially what you've been through you, you see what i'm saying especially mm -hmm. with that but i'm still just still if i had 17 years mm -hmm. 17 years so it never was a time where did you ever leave him but then go back leave him was it ever in kind of situations where you would leave and go back leave and go back no i think the um the initial point when i actually um threw him out and gave up we've been separated ever since mm. Mm -mm. yeah so he didn't so i guess when you did that that's probably what he wanted anyway well it was somewhere it was someone um, in place already and I knew that and I've always been through situations with different females and I got to the point and I told this young lady I said if this is what you want I'm gonna give it to you you're not mm -hmm. ready for it but I'm gonna give it to you and that poor lady she went through hell as well wow wow did you try to warn her yeah I did warn her but that I saw that as my stepping stone okay so she's probably was looking at why are you telling her something like that. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And didn't want to believe you until it happened. It happened, yeah. Right. That's when she saw it then. Wow. I am so sorry you went through this. I am so... Mm. But the thing of it is, taking your life back. Yes. You've taken your life back. You got a peace of mind. You have a peace of mind. And that's... That speaks volume right there for me, for you. That speaks volume. You have a peace of mind. Yeah, you went through that all those years. And that's a long that's a long time. But see, someone from the outside looking in won't understand why you stayed there. Mm -hmm. you, and you some people actually didn't know, not unless they actually, you know, saw it or it got to that breaking point and it was so long. And it actually, it shocked a lot of people. It really, um, it it shocked them. Like, wow. <laughs> when you when you had when you when you got to your breaking point, mm -hmm. you had to do what you had to do. Yeah, you had to you had to remove the kids from that too. Yes, and that was the um, hardest thing because, like I said, um, they um, they love him dearly. It's you know. It's not a day that goes by, you know, this, that, or whatever. And they didn't understand, like, towards the end, because we were a team initially when they were together. Mm -hmm. Then they didn't understand, well, if I'm asking for him for this or that, you know, why can't I get it, you know, when I want to get it? And I, I right. just, I never said anything. I, you know, I kept my mouth shut. 
So basically in turn, what he did was he would hold out with them because of his anger with me. Mm. But I would, you know, things that they asked for, regardless, I make it, um, I make it happen. And what came down within the last two years with the younger kids is I have an um, older daughter and the conversation that came up, well, how come she doesn't, you know, live with us or she never, you know, live with us or whatever. So right. okay. this was in a car ride. So it's like, you know, I had to keep straight face. Like uh, the oldest one knows the truth. Uh-huh. And when I told him, he was like, Ma, I never um, knew that. And I'll never um, forget it. Um, I'm going to say she was probably uh, six or seven years old. And I went to Texas and my mom knew I was having issues in my relationship. And she told my mom, you know, he's mean to me. He never put his hands on her, but, you know, the just the verbal. Oh, so wow. my mother said, let her stay here with me. I'm going to... Um, take care of her. She's going to be fine. And I always thought in my mind, okay, you know, what are people going to think or whatever? Mm-hmm. What am I going to say when they're going to, you know, ask? And I want to say that was the hardest, hardest uh, thing to do, but she was very um, well uh, taken care of to this day. She's um, very well taken care of. We have a, a good um, relationship. I have a, a grandchild, but I want to say that was very, very hard because most people give up their kids for, you know, reasons they don't want to be, you know, bothered. Yeah. But I did it to keep her in a protective situation to where I knew she wouldn't be hurt because they had different fathers. The other three are by him. She was by someone else. Okay. And I want to say that was very, very hard and I'll never forget. And that's why I put this uh, quilt back here. When I came back, when I came back from um, Texas, okay. my grandmother asked me, um, wow. she said, where, where's Jessica? Why didn't Jessica come home? And I couldn't say nothing. So, you know, of course how, you know, grandparents are going to be, she said, you never uh, supposed to split the kids up. So I broke down crying and I told her, I said, grandma, I said, because I'm in an abusive um, relationship. She was, you told you know, she, older people. She was like, what's that? Right. I said, you know, the fight. And, you know, I broke it down to her. And she said, by God, she said, you did the right thing. She said, don't worry about what people think. People are always going to think and have an opinion until mm-hmm. they actually know the story. She said, you did the right thing. She said, now, what I need you to do is remove yourself from the situation. Because I never been through that before i never heard of that you know before mm-hmm. and i said i know grandma i said it's hard but look i got these babies i got wow. the son she was like okay you know and to this day we were um she's um passed on now but we were always mm-hmm. close mm-hmm. and she always told me you know stay strong pray she said it's, she said it's not gonna last forever it's not gonna last forever she said you did the right thing don't worry about what nobody thanks or how they feel that's right and she said that's you know right. most importantly because she knew where i was she said don't cuss nobody out <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah don't cuss nobody out don't cuss nobody out. <laughs> don't cuss nobody out yeah yeah that's all right i'll tell you it's them grandmothers they are so good to lean on sometimes yes and so good to open up to I you know I had one the same way I just talked to her you know so she told and what she told you was correct you don't worry about that you had to do what you had to do and I know mm-hmm. as a mother at one point you might have felt guilty you know start feeling guilty but mm-hmm. she had to be removed from that and see now another thing when when children start seeing that kind of and being in that kind of environment or seeing their parent go through that the next thing that I'm gonna ask do you think it'll affect them to the point where if they get involved in something like that, well, my mama stayed for, so, <clears throat> excuse me, no, excuse me, my mother stayed for so long, I, I that's what I'm going to do too. Or do you think it would be if they get in something like that, they'll get out just like that? What do you think? My oldest son, he's very um, genuine. He'll 
because I asked him, I said, well, how come you don't have no, you know, little friends or whatever? You know, he has friends or, you know, that he doesn't want me to meet him. But he said, I couldn't do that. He was like, I would never, you know, if somebody don't want to bother, just like with me, you know, just leave me alone. Wow. Now, with the oldest daughter, um, of course, with females, you know, they're, they're going to have their um, their issues every once in a while with um, relationships. But I'm always open and candid with her. I'm um, I'm the type of mother, I don't sugarcoat nothing. My my 18 year old can tell you that. The 12 and nine year old they can tell you that sometimes too. I'm going to be uh, upfront and blunt. You okay? And, yeah. Okay. One second. Okay. I'm gonna be upfront and um very uh blunt. I'm gonna tell it how it is. You bring somebody around me and I'm not I'm not feeling them. I'm gonna let you know. And with my uh, nine-year-old, I let her know all the time because she's seen, you know, sometimes her father yell or, you know, talk to me a certain kind of way. And I've explained to her, that's not a relationship. You don't let nobody talk to you like that. And her response was like, oh, I never would. I would punch him in the face. She's like, I don't have time for that. That's the nine-year-old. That's his daughter, right? Yes. That's the nine-year-old. Yes. Okay. So she's seen a, she's seen a little bit of it. Um, yeah, she's seen a little bit of it, and it's just like you know, she was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> wow, that's mm, that's awesome. That that's just terrible. Yeah, that's just terrible for her to have even be. But as a woman, here we go again. As a, we as ladies, we just stick and stay. We just stick and stay. Mm-hmm. But again, you said what that particular day of Thanksgiving was your. What as they say, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yes, that was it. That was that was it. And I'm gonna say uh, probably uh, it was like not even a month later. I just threw all this stuff out the the front door, bagged it up, and just threw it out. And when you was going through that, did you feel like after you got all this stuff out, right? Did you feel like a weight had been lifted up off of you? No, because I'd never been you? alone. Mm-mm. Oh, Mm-mm. that's interesting, huh? So you, yeah, you're right. Cause you, you 17 years, you, you, you've been there. So you never had your own space. No. Wow. Did you second guess it? Like, Maybe I should be doing this. Or as you was doing stuff, did you feel like you're doing the wrong thing? No. Maybe he'll get better. Did you ever say to yourself, maybe he'll get better, maybe he'll stop? Was it some times where he did stop? You know? No. Wow. Mm -mm. I knew it was either going to be something probably even worse. I mean, even with the everything that was going on in the news around me, to the point where now I don't even watch the news. If I get news, I get it off like my news feed on Facebook or CNN. And that's that's a trigger for you in some in some way. Oh yeah, because when you watch the news, probably maybe once or twice a week in this area or another state close is somebody that's died of domestic violence. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a trigger for you. And you're right. You don't need to be watching that. That's a that's a trigger for you. And that takes you back. Oh yeah. That, that, yeah, that'll put you back in that space and where you don't want to be. I can understand that. I sure do. Well, at this point, I want to show this video. And I'm gonna give my warning about the video again. The video we're about to watch. I don't know if anybody has seen it. Um, it came down my news feed. Um, now actually came down my husband knew the feed and he showed it to me. Um, and we're going to watch this. It's about a minute and it's, it's involving this, the football player, ex football mm-hmm. player. Maybe if y'all have seen it, maybe you haven't, but I will tell you it is disturbing to watch. Um, so if you feel you don't want to watch it, kindly X now the live for about a minute or two and come back. Um, but let me get pull this video up. And after we watch the video, we're going to have a conversation about that. And I will say this before 
I was going to show this video. I did ask Miss Butler how how did she feel about it, you know. So she's agreed to watch it along with me. All right. <clears throat> Y'all just bear with me. Uh-oh, hold on. That's not it. Let me get right here. Share. This is my first time pulling a video up, y'all. So y'all bear with me. Share screen. All right. I'm going to share my screen. Oh, take it. Ask me all these questions. Are you serious? No, you want to allow. What is this? Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. I'm getting it. Hold on. Oh, oh. Let's go back. Y'all just bear with me. I don't know why this. Oh, here we go. That's what I had to get. Okay, there we go. All right, we're going to allow. I don't know where all this come from, y'all. Hold on. Let me pull myself up here. Y'all, please bear with me. Okay, hold on. Let me see why. Y'all don't know why all them stop sharings came up. Hold on. Share a video. Let's do it this way. Oh, here it is. There it is. Okay, and they gonna ruin relationships and talking about I'm destructive. Let me come out of it, y'all. Uh, let's see how to get this video off. Hold on, y'all. Okay. We're back. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. All right. So we saw the video. Now, let me collect myself. Because um, that was just little, <clears throat> that was a little, um, that was a little bothering to me. All right. What I saw in that video. And what I heard was finger pointing, was making excuses for what he was doing to her. Well, Ms. Butler, I want your opinion. I watched it a couple of times. The first couple of times when a coworker brought it to my attention, I had to get myself together to watch it all the way through. From my viewpoint 
is uh, a narcissist that um, he knew his point as far as um, hitting her. Cause you know, in the uh, video, I don't know if she's uh, her race or whatever, but I'm gonna say Caucasian or very light. He knew not to put her his fist on her. So basically what he was doing was throwing her around to where she would have bruises oh. on her body. Now, one thing is when you do a protective order and they look at bruises, if the bruises are on your body, sometimes the person will get in court and say they're self-inflicted, which in times females, yes, have done this before. It's a two-way street. It's hard to, um, to prove not unless you go to the ER before doing the protective order. Now, if you do that protective order and then go to the ER, it's going to be harder for you to fight in court. And she was used to that. If you notice in the ending, when she got up in that fetal position, what she was I doing, that. I saw that. What she was doing is she was protecting her vital um, organs in case he came at her again, like head trauma, rib cage. All head trauma is not um, seen as far as like black eyes and um, broken jars. Your ears, um, they'll know sometimes to punch you in your ears to where your ears can block up and your ears will ring constantly like you're on a plane maybe for a week mm -hmm. or two. Or if you like me, like a person wearing glasses, I went to a eye appointment. I want to say it had to be 12 years ago and the doctor asked me, he had looked in the um, back of my eyes. He said, you ever had head trauma? Of course I lied and said no, but I'm like, you don't know me. You don't know what I've been through. Why are you going to ask me something like that? So he could so, see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. He saw the trauma behind your... But behind, behind the optic nerve. If your optic nerve is hit, but it's like a boxer, if, you're, if it's hit so much, it, it becomes damaged. It's something on the inside, but you can't see it from the outside. Wow. So um, going back to when you said when she was in the fetal position. Okay, let me ask you this too. Um, you observed and you, you made the statement that she was used to that. Mm -hmm. you, you, she was used to... Uh, she, was still, she was still talking to him. So why would... Okay, because if, if she wasn't used to that, she would she be quiet? You know, she would be screaming for her life. After a while, you get used to it and you get numb to it. It's like, okay, what are you doing? What's your point? And go on. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. I notice, like, you keep your mouth shut and you don't say much. When they see that hurt and that pain on you, it also hurts them. Even though oh, they really? get off, even though, yeah, even though they get off on it, it hurts them. When he walked out that door and mm -hmm. he didn't look back, he didn't look back. Because he didn't want to see what he had done. Wow. You know, as he walked out that door, he didn't look back. Wow. That's what gave him a split se second to, what, to calm down, I guess. And if he would have looked back, he would have saw. And I guess when his feelings probably came. Like, came back, what? came right back up. And his party started wow. all over. Wow. Wow. And she knew, I guess, she knew not to try to fight back or she would try to fight back it probably been worse yes oh yeah it would have been worse so she didn't have no choice but to to retreat in a fetal position as you stated trying to protect her vital organs you know mm -hmm. and that fetal position oh wow and the way she had her camera set up if you know notice how she had she had her camera set up to where that walkway was and straight to the door and probably was off a little bit to the right or the left so it could pick up everything. She didn't come out that blind spot. It, no. Okay. I, I know. You know what? I noticed that too. I noticed that too. I noticed that too. 
and so what i now what i just re, i just saw the report about this video they got him because he was on the run and she finally spoke out and she admitted that it first started back in may of this year his mm -hmm. very first time that's what she stated she came out and did a uh you know everybody around um conference saying you know mm -hmm. um she admitted that the very first time he put his hands on her was back in may but she never told anybody because now this is what i want to ask because she said she felt like it was her fault that she made him mad so when i saw that i'm like how can someone blackening both of your eyes and putting a big knot upside your head be your fault i don't i don't get that the narcissist and gaslighting trait oh, oh can you elaborate on that they'll break you down so much to where they'll push all their issues on you it's your fault this happened it's your fault that happened and you'll break down and take their guilt in it's like a uh i'm gonna say a fog mm -hmm. they your the room the wall can be white and they can have you so messed up in the mind and they'll tell you that wall red and you're like yes yeah, red mm -hmm. oh wow 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 is it do you think that would be because you don't want to disagree you, you don't want to disagree because you don't feel like fighting okay okay so yes yeah, so and I'm you don't feel like hearing the mouth okay wow and that's where the the narcissist narcissistic and the gas what is mm -hmm. gaslighting what is gaslighting is um a personality disorder to where a person I want to say I I call them charmers. They have been through they have their own personal issues. Okay. But they'll turn their issues around to make it seem like you're the the problem. Oh, you remind me of such and such that happened in my past or whatever or this happened to me and you're doing the same thing. Um it's very, um, it's deep. It's a very um, psychological uh, abuse. It's probably too much for me to get into here because mm -hmm. you would really have to read up on it. And when you read up on it, you're going to be like, wow, I've dealt with somebody like this before. And it's called gaslighting. Ga yeah, gaslighting. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. um, it's very um, manipulative. Um, it will drain you emotionally to where it's like, you know, why am I even here sometimes? It will, I, it will, I mean, tear you down layer from layer from layer from layer to where you have to build yourself back up. Mm. Did you see some of that? Oh, yeah. You noticed you did? Mm hmm. Wow. Wow. Man, that was, that's just terrible. So, um, since we looked at the video, I'm going to talk about one more thing real quick and we're going to close it out. Um, when I first posted, I had wanted my viewers to go and watch the movie made. So, and you've seen the movie mm -hmm. and, 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 um, I have too. Um, and it's dealing with, for those that don't know, it's dealing with domestic violence. And I, I gotta admit when I was watching it, um, I was finding myself getting upset with her, um, uh, because I'm, I'm saying, okay, she had left go back why do you keep doing it but then i had to realize i had to i had to realize i had to remove myself and put myself in her place through the movie mm -hmm. you know and understand and try to understand it's not the fact she she didn't want to go back all them times and them other women too they didn't want to go back they felt like they had to they had to, to me, what I saw in the movie, she felt like she didn't have nowhere else to go, but she really did. But she kept choosing him. And I think it was all, and let me know if I'm wrong, I think it was all about she thought he was going to get better. Mm -hmm. She thought she was going to get better, and that was her comfortable position, and she had that baby. Exactly. See, she thought, yeah, and, and, and she was doing, everybody, she had somewhere to go. 
Remember that that rich lady. The rich mm-hmm. lady told her come stay with her. No, but she no no just take me. She she went back to the shelter, and her little friend that she met. Remember little friend? Yes. Did end up leaving the shelter and went right back to the guy again. And what was it that happened when they was on the street? Did, did, did the friend act like she didn't know her? Yeah, the friend act like she didn't know her because she was with the same guy. She was embarrassed. Yep. She acted like she didn't know her. But I, as I was watching that movie, I, you know, I'm shaking my head. I'm not wow. But I still had to come back within myself and say, wait a minute. I'm, I, I got to put myself in, in, that, in that spot there. I got to, I, I had to do that. And after I, and after I start realizing that, cause me outside looking in, I'm thinking, yeah, mm-mm, I'm, I would have been gone. I can't say that because I have never been in those situations in those situations to the point like that. You, you see what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. constantly beating. You, you see what I'm saying? That, oh my gosh, if y'all have not seen that movie made, <laughs> y'all need to go and watch it. Now it's going to be a trigger to some, it's going to be a trigger to some, um, but it's a very it's a very very good movie it really is and just people just be prepared just be prepared that young lady she played her part the ending was phenomenal yes the ending was phenomenal to me i mean when i when the, as the ending was coming up i was in my front room like that's what i'm talking about you know that's <laughs> what i because i didn't know how it was going to end i'm thinking it's going to end not trying to be fun but i think it was was it going to end with her really getting seriously hurt you know oh but the ending if y'all have not seen it it's called made m-a-i-d go watch that movie go watch that movie so miss butler what i want to do is um If any if anybody that's watching um now or that gonna watch the replay, what and 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 they're going through something as such, right? What what kind of advice would you give them as far as trying to get out? Um just what what would you say to them? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not going to happen um, overnight, but you're going to have to be um, determined. You're going to have to get in that closet at night and pray. It's going to be times when you're going to be alone because no one's going to know what you got, you're going through. When you find someone you can trust, you put your hand in their hand and they'll pull you along. But you have to um, trust someone. Now, don't get me wrong, because some people will use your story and exploit it and play devil's advocate or both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. But once you make up in your mind, you can do it. I hope you wouldn't wait 17 years, but you can do it. <laughs> wow. Um, and there was a, a question um, in the comment. Yeah, I was giving it to go to the comments. See what, let's see what we see. And it's it's so uh, cute how this uh, this little angel is on my timeline, Miss uh, Tori Metz. Um, narcissistic behavior and gaslighting doesn't literally be my questions. We stay because we're comfortable and we think the person is going to get better, but of course they're not going to get be- better. And um, Tori. Um, I know for a fact you're a strong woman. You're probably like, ooh, who is she? Who is she? (laughs) Um, This young lady on here, I know has a a set of twins. She's been through a lot as well as I've been through a lot. Matter of fact, she was an angel that helped me in a previous relationship that I I was in. And that's why I say females need to communicate. When Mm -hmm. someone tells you something about a person, take it it may not be what you want to hear and don't get me wrong some females can say things that are wrong or manipulative but if a female is telling you something listen it's a flag it's a warning and stay strong sweetie i love you i appreciate you she's probably like (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah yeah and um, Miss Valerie Butler says she loves you for being so brave. 
Isn't that sweet? Yeah, that's my auntie. Oh, okay. <laughs> and let's see what else we see. Thanks, and, Tori. Yeah. And Miss Miss Jacqueline, okay, when we was talking about the movie, and we was because I, I was wondering why did she act like she didn't know her, right? So Miss Jacqueline said she would have to have answered all types of questions. How she knew that young woman. That's why she chose to act like she did not know her. That makes sense. Well, you it, be embarrassed. It, yeah, it, she was embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah, because he probably been asking her how you know her. How you know her? You in the shelter together? Yeah. Right, Jacqueline. Right. Okay. Yeah. How you know her? Where you know her from? Okay. So that's why. Okay. That makes sense, Jacqueline. That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Anything else you see? Uh, let me see. No. I, I like I thank everybody for coming on. Yes. And that's what I would like to do. Um, and one last thing, Miss Butler, if anyone watching now or watch the replay would like to reach uh, reach out to you. Would you like to give um, some information on how they can do that if they help them through any type of process that you might be able to help them facilitate? Um, I can help you if you reach out through um, Facebook Messenger because I'm pretty sure everybody's not in my county, but I can direct you to some resources and I can also be, you know, a text buddy, you know, giving you encouragement because I know how hard it is going to court back and forth. Because you have to do them uh, protective or didn't you say those are yes. not easy to do? No, they're not easy to do. Wow. Wow. Well, I really, really thank you. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome. And, and telling your story. And I love your motto. And I want you to say your motto. Built not to break. That's and Miss uh, Tori Metz, please keep it up. <laughs> keep reaching out and helping these uh, sisters because you didn't realize at one point you helped me out too wow isn't that something mm -hmm. did you know well did you know she was going to be no watching? no ma'am didn't know oh wow it was going to be oh. on. you didn't know that Tori was going to be watching nope wow well Tori Miss Butler loves you. She loves how you helped her. And as she told you, keep helping others. Isn't that something? I, that's so sweet. That is so sweet. So, all right. Anything else you want to say right quick? You okay? I'm okay. Um, And it's one more person on the line, too. You're welcome, Coco. Love okay. you more. Everyone, thank you. Love everyone. Thank you. You're getting all that encouragement. Isn't that something? Yes. You spoke up and you spoke out tonight. And I really, really appreciate you doing this. Let me say this. Then we're going to wrap it up, really wrap it up. Y'all, when I put my post up that I was looking for some DV survivors, within 10 seconds, Miss Butler inboxed me and said, I want to be on your show. Now, it was two more people. They bagged out. But it's okay because they won't read it. I understand that. But when I saw within about 10 seconds and how she inboxed me and read out, I want to be on your show. That lets me know you was ready. You was ready. And the mother two ladies, it, it was okay. It was okay. Um, and I thank you for that. You're welcome. And with that being said, we're going to wrap it up. Thank y'all for my um, for everybody that came out and watched this live. I know it's a subject, it's a hard subject to talk about. <clears throat> and it's even harder if you ever been been through it to talk about mm -hmm. it. But this this lady, um, this brave guest of mine, she did just that. She did just that. And again, y'all take her up. If somebody's watching, she gave you her information to to, to contact her. Um if you need to reach out to her, she's going to be right there. She's going to, she's the advocate. Okay. For DV survivors. She's, she's an advocate. And again, I'm getting ready to sound off.
Thank you. Good night, everyone. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank y'all for watching.